You're listening to Bud Banter, the podcast about diving deeper into cannabis, the industry, and the great people that make it all happen. I'm your host, Alex Meek, and today we're chatting with Brett Bonesteel. Thanks for being here today, Brett. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here on Bud Banter, Alex. Thanks for having me today. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. So just to sort of dive into things, what is your history with cannabis and how did you sort of get into the industry originally? Oh, I mean, my history with cannabis is similar to a lot of people <laughs> in uh, in our circles. I was introduced to the cannabis plant um, just over like about a four and a half foot fence onto some train tracks, um, which was just out yonder past my high school. Um, and I mean, I really loved it ever since I first kind of got high on, on, on cannabis. Um, you know, like my, my, yeah, my journey has been like a lot of other people just kind of used throughout high school and stuff like that with my friends and, uh, got more and more into it. Just Um, dove in deep right away. I really did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I really did. I was the type of guy that was like, you know, from morning till night, pretty well, uh, off the bat type of thing, but no, I mean. Definitely an experienced user. I was, yeah. yeah, early. It didn't take long. Didn't take long, yeah. But I was always in love with the plant, and uh, I'm super just hyped to be like in the space that I am now. And then once uh, once legalization rolled around, what was sort of the motivation to get into the industry? Well, well, I mean, leading up to legalization, just hearing that it was going that direction, I knew right away. I started even like entrepreneurial. My my entrepreneurial wheel started turning, and I'm like, what kind of like avenues are going to be opened up i'm like what kind of packaging maybe i could get into packaging or something like that um and i knew immediately that i wanted to get in um and i worked hard to try to just get a bud tender job you know at the few stores that were open in the ottawa area um and i just couldn't i didn't get any bites for like the first like two years of legalization right um and then finally I got in with one plant out in Barhaven in Ottawa, which, uh, and then I was off to the races. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, you're, but you're in a, di- a bit of a different role now at the moment. Can you yeah. tell me a bit about that? Well, yeah, now I'm a, now I'm a brand rep for, we have seven on our roster right now. And I absolutely love what I do day to day. I just get to go around to 170 ish different stores all around the Ottawa area to Kingston and talk about weed basically um and just pitch a whole bunch of products and i'm so blessed with the products that i have under my uh lineup or our portfolio um a lot of it's an easy sell um but i attribute a lot of getting that role and i'm with canavolve which is a sales agency and we basically our our modus operandi is to is to build up brands Um, and we're adding and dropping all the time because as brands kind of take off, they might go a different direction, but our role is to basically just help them get to that next level. Um, and it's just awesome what, what, what we get to do, but I attribute a lot of, uh, me stepping up to this role is actually, I went from one plant to spirit leaf unstensible, you know, all about that, my man. Um, and we just had such a tremendous team there. And I say that across my territory. Alex, I say it all the time. I'm like the team that we had at Spirit Leaf Stitzville was like something special that you don't see a lot. No, it's true. Um, and just the my development in cannabis really kind of took off there. No, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm definitely with you on that. I'm very grateful for those for those days at Spirit Leaf. Definitely did a lot personally, professionally for uh, for a lot of us in our in our group. I also met someone very special at 
Spirit Leaf Stitzville, who's with us in studio today. My girlfriend, Kristen, just a little shout out. Shout out, Kristen. Love you, baby. So sort of get to back, get back to a little of the Cannaval stuff. What are some of the brands you cover? Is there any new products you're uh, excited about bringing out? Or? Yeah, let me run through the whole label, actually. So under me, we have an... A brand new addition is is Dog Pounds. We'll get a little bit more into that in a few moments. So we have Dog Pounds, Natural History, and Electric Lettuce. Um, we also have Green Seal and Bonfire. Bonfire is kind of like the craft arm of Green Seal. Uh, we have Yandy Fresh, which basically all they focus on is cannabis apple ciders. Well to get into this time of year is like a perfect thing because you can actually have these cold out of the fridge. Or what you can do is kind of take them out of the can, put them in a mug, fire that in the microwave, believe it or not, for 20, 30 seconds, and it turns it into a warm cider just like that. Well, I'm sold. Pretty awesome. I'm sold. Pretty awesome. Um, and, oh, man, what other brands am I missing here? Um, there's also Burb. Burb is a beautiful craft producer out in D.C. Um, that focus on, like, really beautiful genetics. Um, we've got a cross of, um, pink gelato and Cushman's 11, which is also called beaver tail in market. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Then there's biscotti and Skittles, which, uh, is part of butter tarts, (laughs) some Canadian, um, but yeah, um, just really, really blessed to work with the brands, uh, that I currently have on on my portfolio. No, absolutely. Um, I'm pretty sure that rounds it out uh, for all of them, unless I'm missing one. I hope I'm not missing one. But yeah, getting right into it, I mean, like, Dog Pounds is actually uh, Snoop Dogg's kind of new entity and venture into cannabis, although that will never be put into the forefront of any marketing or anything like that. It's referred to as Dog Pounds. Um, So you'll find it in kind of blue packaging out there. It's D asterisk GG LBS. and this has been the easiest launch I've ever had yeah. in my tenure at Canavolve. Um, everybody wants a piece of dog pounds. Um, it's grown by our friends at Green Seal, um, which they have a, a beautiful grow out of Stratford, Ontario, just outside London. And uh, if folks have never seen this, you can kind of go to Green Seal's website and check out their vertical grow. It literally goes from the floor to the ceiling. And it's a massive warehouse, so it's actually stacked eight levels high. Um, and they need to use skyjacks to get in there and trim at wow. waist level. Um, it's truly an incredible feat. There are a few other vertical grows in Canada, but nobody touches eight levels high. Um, it's the peak of efficiency. They have perpetual harvest, so all of their pack dates are extremely fresh all the time. Um, and they produce beautiful genetics. They have a huge genetic library that's unique to Green Seal. They pheno hunt in house there, so um, they produce beautiful, beautiful flowers. And uh, it's really great that Dog Pounds is is being grown by Green Seal. But Snoop Dogg legit, Alex is involved with like the naming conventions of the products, the genetic selections of the products, and I mean he said no to a few ideas here and there. Um, for example. Um, we have a, a product coming that's called Laid Back. Okay. Um, and the back is spelled B-A-C-C because Snoop Dogg will not have the letters C and K beside each other in anything that he has his money on or, or his name attached to wow. because for him, C-K stands for Crypt Killer. Well, there you go. So literally, that's yeah, a, this is like he's totally involved, which is cool. That's, yeah, no, that's definitely a 
good name to have attached to the brand. Definitely a lot of experience and tenure in his uh, cannabis cannabis life. For real, for real. So it's just been in like uh, we've got some blunts out as well from uh, from him right now that have these little ceramic tips on the end. Love so that. it's kind of like a a permanent filter almost. You can actually reuse them in your own joints afterwards. Um, so and and like they're just a thing of beauty, truly. Uh, they're called Lottie Dottie OG or the Cryptic Chronic. Oh, there you go. You get the Lottie Dottie in a full gram blunt or the Cryptic Chronic in a two pack of point fives. There it is. Um, perfect for like a Friday night type of deal. Too, yeah. You know, I actually did forget a couple of brands. By the way, I just got to shout them out: Glacial Gold and High Plains as well. And them. both uh, Glacial Gold basically focuses on oils, high quality oils uh, in different formats, like vape carts or soft gels or or straight up CBD oils. Um, and then High Plains is their sister company that focus on vape carts. Um, we have one called Cotton Cannon nice. out that actually tastes bang on to Cotton Cannon or Cotton Candy, I should say. <laughs> and then also a couple of live rosin blended carts as Can't well. Uh, they're really nice as well. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. We got uh, quite the umbrella of the impressive brands there. It's nice to be proud of someone you're working for and actually be able to back them. I'm, I'm sure that hurt that helps with selling. Total game changer um, in sales, being genuine and really loving what you stand behind will translate to success in getting sales out there in, in the field. Um, like I said, with, with, with my role, I'm already passionate about cannabis. Um, and I truly believe in the brands that I rep. Um, Canavolve has built a beautiful portfolio of products. We have literally something for everyone, whether that be something THC forward, something with CBD in it or other cannabinoids, um, whether you're looking for a psychoactive or a non-psychoactive effect. Um, we truly have something for everyone and it's made my job so much easier. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. It's, it's nice to also enjoy what you do. I'm sure. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. In turn, so you obviously enjoy your job. What is something about the industry that you've enjoyed over the time you've been in it? All the different, I say, tentacles that cannabis has, um, whether that be, you know, retail storefront, um, the producers themselves, um, all the play on social media, and just mostly just the people that I get to interact with. Um, People that work in the cannabis industry are generally pretty happy people. For sure. Um, so my interactions are 98.9% positive um, out there. And it's just, it really doesn't feel like work. And I'm actually like, I'm always after more um, in my role because I would just like to do more. Um, I'd like to be, I'd like to visit more stores. I'd like to have more responsibilities. And I'm constantly fighting for those things. Um but yeah, I'd say the people mostly um, is what I love. Um, but there's just so many different avenues to go in cannabis, which is super cool. No, I, I completely agree. It's, it's nice having it be a new industry as well. It's still, part of my pun, but a budding industry. And uh, nice yeah. to sort of grow with it and see where it'll end up. Truly, you know, and like my journey, I'm really proud of my journey so far. Um, you know, I went from just... Not just bud tender. Bud tenders are probably the most important people in our industry. Um, so I went from bud tender to kind of a key lead slash education lead at Spirit Leaf uh, to eventually uh, a brand sales rep, um, territory manager, you could say as well. And uh, there are even 
greater levels that I can reach. And like you said, Alex, like this is just the infancy of this industry. So there's so many exciting ways to go. Um, there are definitely some challenges and hurdles, and there's a lot of red tape that hopefully will eventually get cut. Absolutely. Um, and then like things can really take off. But in the end, if you look at the world and cannabis and where Canada's at, we are tremendously blessed um, with what we have in in this industry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's you're you're absolutely right. Um, one other question I did have for you: Do you have any tips for somebody new to cannabis, somebody who's new to the industry or looking to try cannabis for the first time, maybe? Yeah, great question. Um, the cannabis plan is truly amazing, but I will be the first to tell you that the that cannabis isn't for everyone. Um, everyone's trip is different. Like they teach us in when you become kind of industry certified is that one should go low and slow. And I totally agree with that. Um, cannabis is pretty powerful. Um, you can take it in multiple different forms. But if your body's not accustomed to that, then it can be overwhelming. Uh, for a lot of people. So I would always suggest to, to kind of tread carefully um, right. and get as much information from like your local bud tender as you can, or even your doctor, if you want to take it a step further and really dive into the medical effects and the medical side of cannabis, which is a whole nother umbrella. But if we're just talking about a recreational user, definitely kind of tread lightly and see, you know, what method of consumption works best for you or, you know, you enjoy the most, whether that be, you know, combusting or smoking, whether that be taking an edible in multiple different forms, um, whether it be a tincture, an oil, um, a gummy, or, you know, there's a million different ways, which is so exciting. Yeah, you can even load up a Keurig coffee pod in the morning and get your fill that way. Um, so there's so many exciting ways there's, to do it, but no just it. go literally go low and slow folks, because there's a lot of room to go upwards. Um, there are some very, very powerful products out there right now. So get your journey going slowly because you're really getting the most enjoyment. If, if, uh, you go low and slow. Well, Brett, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you taking time and all the insight. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of the Bud Banter Podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. It was awesome to be here. Thanks a lot.